Match week 25 in the books. Arsenal with a convincingly solid 1-0 victory against Leicester City. Man City keep up pace, though. The 4-1 victory at the Vitality. Liverpool continue their push for top four, grabbing a draw with Crystal Palace and a midweek win against Wolves. A disgusting London derby between Tottenham and Chelsea sees Graham Potter on the brink already. Sam and I delve into whether it's rightfully deserved or not. And West Ham have a pulse after a 4-0 thrashing of Nottingham Forest. We'll cover everything that was match week 25. This is the Premiership Reason. Manchester City are still alive here. Balotelli, Aguero! Fuchs, the ball in behind Damian It's 11. It's heaven for Jamie Barney. You, 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 you are an ostrich. Well, your head must be in the sand. Is your head in the sand? Can you, are you flexible enough to get your head in the sand? Now the fans are shouting every week. Louis van Gaal's army! <laughs> Louis van Gaal's army! Feet after a fabulous start, the game just got away from you there. I have nothing, nothing to say. Nothing to say about the game at all. Drama from day one! This is the league we want to watch! We're here. Yep. We're here, we're live. In the flush. Can you believe it's already 25, 25 in games, the books? Games in. It's crazy. Crazy how the time goes. I mean. Yeah. We just had the World Cup not that long ago yet. Yeah. Here we are. Yesterday it was 2004. We were having a good time. What yeah, happened? Yesterday, Bolton was up in the Premier League. <sighs> now they're in <laughs> administration. <laughs> Let's get right into it. We had a solid game to open the week. Yes. Fulham, Wolves, you know, Fulham pretty solid early on in possession in this one. Mm-hmm. Yet, Wolves kind of, you know, worked their way into the game, and then as soon as you know it, they grabbed the lead. Yeah, I thought it was pretty, pretty good start to the game, both sides looking up for the match. Mm-hmm. Some good possession, both sides. Uh, like you said, Wolves getting... The opening goal, 23 minutes in, building quickly. Mateos playing a ball to Jimenez. Lands to Saravia, slots it back the net. First goal in the Wolves' color. What What could you believe? I mean, Fulham, it's honestly surprising when Fulham concede at this point. Mm-hmm. They're just so solid defensively. And it took a nice goal, nice finish by Sarabia. We like how he's been playing. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> Jimenez played in this one, and he played in the Liverpool game. We'll get into it. Um, I guess kind of just back to being the starter. Is it better than Diego Costa for you? <laughs> <laughs> the fact that Diego Costa gets subbed into every game really bothers me. I love it so me. much. I love every time he comes on. It's You know how, man, you have Fergie time. Yeah. The Wolves have Diego Costa time. Diego time. <laughs> get that on a T-shirt immediately. That is the one thing preventing me from... Getting fully, fully embracing on, wolves. on board with Wolves and Lopetegui is that he gets subbed on every match, especially when they want to sub him in 
when they're looking for a goal. That man is not going <laughs> to score any goals. He's terrible. It's like getting a guy who used to hit a bunch of home runs in baseball, and you just like start pinch hitting him. And then you're like, it, he could hit one here, and he's hit like 160 the last like two years. It's That's like, like <laughs> it's like signing Joey Gallo. Hey, hey, shifts off now. Shifts off now. Sorry about the, about the baseball talk. It's finally yeah around the corner. Um, I don't know. It still bothered me that these guys that Wolves bring in, I feel like they're quality, but they just don't really build anything. Like Cunha did not look great in this. Mateus looked fine at moments and stuff, but. I don't know. He didn't even look that that great. sarabi has been a good signing. I'll give him that. But you know, I don't know. I thought they looked decent. They're, they're, they they had kind of one thing going where they were getting balls down the the left hand side. Yeah. But in terms of like getting a whole lot of chances, not a whole lot. Fulham. Yeah. I'm a little concerned about Fulham the past few games. I feel like they've kind of stepped off the gas pedal. I, I think it's their attack has dropped off. I'm yeah, so confident 100%. in their defense. I'm confident in their midfield. It's more so like there's no Mitrovic. Uh, clearly, with the, these last couple games he's been out, yeah. it's Carlos Vinicius, and you're just like, oh, man. And if Willian's not creating sauce. I thought D. Cordova-Reed was probably their best attacking guy in this game, but mm-hmm. he, he didn't even do anything like spectacular, spectacular. But um, Yeah, just before halftime, free kick chance for Pereira, saved by... Jose saw goes in halftime one nil. Second half chance for Wolves. Pretty early on, Saravi putting a nice ball into the box for Jimenez. Puts the header just wide. Can't believe that guy still starts. Raúl. Well, he's finally back now. I mean, it's it's one of those things where, at least, I guess he's not really a nine because the last year we saw him not really play a full on nine role. But t- typically, you'd think of him as a nine, but. They just need someone to kind of feed balls into in the box, but they don't have anyone. And it's a lot of times it's their own fault. They keep bringing in a bunch of guys that are yeah. or attacking mids or kind of like winger kind of guys. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how about you just go get a nine? But easier said than done, I guess. Yeah. Let me tell you about a nine right now. <sighs> Manor Solomon. Can Who's someone th- say player of the month, Manor Solomon? Yeah. Thank you I, very much. Cuts in on that side. He had the same goal midweek, I think, they played Leeds in the FA Cup or something. Uh, and same exact goal, but he has that nice little cut inside, finds the space, a little curler. They call him the Israeli post. Robin. Something like that. What a beautiful goal. Yeah. Stunning. Fulham. Fulham, is Fulham vibes FC this year just in general? They got pretty good vibes, yeah. I think, I think they're definitely up there. Sa- Solomon will be their one attacking guy for like five games now. Um. Yeah, and then Paulinha getting shoved in the back, uh, in the box from Lamina. Mm-hmm. That was nice. You know, Lamina. What's he there for? <laughs> Just to shoot Yellow, house, yellows much. and reds. Yeah. How'd that guy ever end up at like Juventus early on? That's a good question. Big chance just before the final whistle. Jose saw making a big save on Tete after a ball in. Um, or I guess the save was on Vinicius Tete putting the ball into mm-hmm. the box. Yeah. Jose saw it coming in clutch once again. Saving a point there for Wolves. Ends 1-0. 1-1. One, one. Um, what are your thoughts? Fair result? Yeah, I didn't think that Fulham's attack was all that spectacular. And I thought 
even though I just complained a lot about Wolves' attack, it was probably better than Fulham's for a majority of the game, I guess. But yeah, both teams solid in defense and stuff, so I'd say 1-1's fair. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Moving on. What do we have next? Is it Villa? It's, yeah, it's the Villa game. You called this one. I, call. I, I felt the draw coming. I was wrong. It was very, very incorrect. You have a, I mean, you you're like a cheat code though for this because you can sense what Emery can win and what he can't win. That's true. I've seen it. I've you've seen not it seen in it. My bones. You've lived it. I've lived it. Yeah. Um. It's like looking at photographs of my oldest self. Look at this photograph. Every time I do, it makes me want to play slowly out of the back. It makes me good evening. Good evening. Uh. Villa, solid, early passing, but uh, eventually that... photograph! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were trying to start talking about this game, and we Sorry, got I had Nickelback to... ripping out here. Villa, solid, early passing, uh, but eventually Everton's press kind of becomes an issue, and that's what I was worried about coming into this is, you know, Dyche's men, who he's got them playing right now, they're not afraid to kind of get up on you, and it... It didn't result in any major giveaways and clear-cut chances for Everton, but mm-hmm. yeah, def- I was worried about it. Definitely one of those matchup things where you look at Villa wanting to play slowly out of the back. They've made mistakes before. Yes. And now we got the new Everton wanting to press a lot. Yeah. Potential for, for disaster. Yeah. Yeah, about 20 minutes in, Everton really kind of established themselves back in the game uh, and kind of looked the better side as Villa couldn't really... Um. Didn't didn't really have the majority of the ball as they did uh, in the first like twenty minutes or so, but then Everton yeah. had a couple chances and it mm-hmm. it did uh they did nothing with them. Yeah, Neil Maupai chance from a header, um, from the corner, and then Onana close range header saved by Martinez just before halftime. Good chance for Neil Maupai. Nice play from McNeil. Shot straight at Emmy Martinez. How many times have we seen that before? Some good play, which ends up in a shot for Neil Maupai, and it's just a slow roller. It's this it's guy fantastic. sucks. This guy <laughs> sucks. He pisses me off. Uh, goes in halftime, nil nil. Second half, uh, chance for Everton. A little scramble in the Villa box, uh, but it will be as the chance go wide. Reflected back to Maupai's header. It's cleared off the line by Tyrone Mings. Big clearance from Mr. Mings. Yes, yes. Um, and then Pickford, big save onto the post on the Watkins header from six yards out. Yeah, that should have been a goal. It should have been my guy, Ollie Watkins. Um, and then we have a penalty shortly mm-hmm. thereafter, and Ollie Watkins does get his goal. Um, yeah, Idrissi Gana guy giving away a penalty. Man, this guy is just filled with errors. Hey, this Idrissi guy sucks. Am I right? Oh. Oh. We're just talking about Lamina at Juventus. Why was Idrissi Gay at PSG? Yeah, that <laughs> I don't know. They're like, you know what? We tapped into mid-table Premier League clubs with Kabai. Let's tap in Idrissa Gay. And they're like, actually, we're, we're wrong. This guy sucks. This guy sucks. You yeah. can't let him within like 20 yards of your own box. Did you know 
that he was on Villa. I don't ever remember him being on Villa. He was on Villa the year like they went down, like that really, really bad year. Yeah, like historically 16-year-old <laughs> Jack Grealish year. Yeah. yeah, he was on Villa that year. They had like 18 points. Yeah. I did not. I did not know that. I was like, oh my gosh. I didn't know that either. Um, Watkins scores it. Scores Villa. again. Yeah. Holy He's heating smokes. up. Up for player of the month. With Manor Solomon. Good Hank, luck being him. Hank's just rubbing his it's, hands It's together. less that. It's more like, imagine if he didn't have Steven Gerrard as manager for you know half the year. Brutal. We got some hand-rubbing ASMR by Sam right now. And jacket. <laughs> and a raincoat. This is my uh, Port Vale jacket. <laughs> Come on, you valians. Uh, yeah, and another chance for Ollie Watkins. Test Pickford. The shot. And then Villa make it 2-0. Ming Springs quick to attack with long ball up. Buendia puts a nice move on, get some space, get the shot off, fired past Pickford. I, I, wish, you could, I wish you could just read Buendia and Ben Rama, like when they'll just be good. Yeah. It's so frustrating that they just can't put it together for more than like three game stretches. That is true. That's true. Great ball up from Tyrone Mings. Big match yeah. from him. Yeah, he played well. Played well. Clean sheet for Villa. Massive. Good mass- road after some good road win. After some uh, questionable defensive play over the last handful of weeks. Yes. Yeah, finishes two 0 Big win for Villa. Everton. The performance wasn't too bad, but the result obviously Neil Mop not what like to see. <laughs> he sucks. What are you gonna do, Calvert Lewin? Poured his heart out against Arsenal, and now he's hurt again. You know what I don't get? Why is Damari Gray sitting on the bench? You think he's a Sean Dyche player? No, I mean, he's not, but he's the best player on the team. <laughs> he could run around best at least. Best attacker at least. Yeah. I'd much rather just throw him up front. Are we sure like they shouldn't run. have Ron Dunn back? Why'd they sell him? <laughs> he's a Sean Dyche guy. I don't think they sold him. I think they released him. <laughs> yeah, well, no one sold him into him. free agency <laughs> for at a at a negative rate. They sold him away from themselves. Moving on, Leeds, Southampton. We were dead oh wrong my about this. God. We were dead wrong about this. One of the worst games I've ever w- witnessed. Why was with this my game eyes. on USA and not Arsenal Leicester? I don't Who know. Who came up with that? Nineteenth versus twentieth. Yeah. Absolutely. Hey guys, it's me, Tim Howard here, previewing <laughs> Leeds United, the American Jesse Marsh. Oh wait, he got fired. Yeah. Versus Southampton, who just fully committed to some guy who dressed up like a manager. You lo- you love that though, the full commitment to sell us. They committed too hard. Did, did you see the some guy the. Poland manager from like the World Cup just like threw his resume at Southampton and they're like, yeah, no, we're okay. We're good. We're good. Southampton doesn't know what they're doing. Well, that guy, I mean, I'd rather have Celis for the memes. I'd rather have a Polish guy. Just <laughs> They should have went with the new manager the, the every Polish, week. Sorry. That's the thing they should have done. New manager every week. Well, can't rule it out. Or I mean, just like player manager. Just have Theo Walcott be the player manager. I, I don't think this guy will last him long. No, but it's only till the end of the year. Can he last longer than Nathan Jones? Yeah, anyone can. Mm. 
anyone can. We'll see. We'll see. It depends if he starts talking about coal mines and Welsh women. <laughs> to this game. Leeds crowd was in it. I had that. I had Aronson look good going forward. Southampton may never get in the box. Why is Bednarek out there? That was my first half notes. Five bullet points. Yeah, why is Bednarek out there? I don't know. I wouldn't. There's a certain point you should reach as a club where a guy like says something or does something, and you just don't want him out there. You shouldn't want him out there. Like he he wanted to move on. He got loaned to Villa, and then he just comes back and he has like an own goal. In the first game, it's like, oh my gosh, why is Shaletta Shar not out there? Why you have so many options? Just no. stop it. Come on, come on. Also, Southampton's attack. You should be ashamed of yourself. You make. Guys like Robin Koch look good out there. And Junior Firpo. They just had nothing going on. I mean, no. to be fair, Leeds really had nothing going on either, but they had possession at least, I suppose. Yeah, they didn't look very good. Yeah. But uh, Aronson, I thought Aronson looked good. Yeah. That was about it. They looked okay until they got like in the final third. Near the yeah. <laughs> final was third was like, rough. We have no idea what we're doing here. Where's Rodrigo? Yeah, we need him. Where's Pat Bam? Save oh. us. Save us, Rodrigo. <laughs> Halftime nil nil. <laughs> um your guy Pat Bamford did have a little penalty. Yeah, he's shameless. Issue. He's shameless. That guy bothers me. <laughs> You're done with him now? You loved him a couple years ago. Yeah, he bothers me. Um He's like the per murder sacker of forwards how slow he's moving out there. Then he has the gall to go down. At the slightest breath on him. Yeah. Let's just get to the main part. Leeds have the breakthrough. Just a random play where the ball kind of comes out of the corner and Junior Firpo uh, dribbles in, has a good look. Honestly, has a terrible shot. Terrible shot. It was a terrible shot. Terrible shot. Bazunu kind of screened, but it was so slow that he should have (laughs) saved it. Yeah, we've had this discussion before on the podcast who – the worst goalkeeper in the league was. You've always been a staunch Bazunu as the worst. And yeah. I was saying, nah, there's no way he's he's the worst. Loris is the worst. I you know, yeah. me bantering. But I immediately sent Mr. Hank a video <laughs> and I said, okay, you win. This yeah. guy is the worst. This guy <laughs> sucks. What was that, dude? That was that might be They're... the worst piece of goalkeeping I've ever seen. <laughs> he he can't catch the ball to save his life. It was slow rolling. A little girl could have got that ball. There's something about the way that kind of Palace did their quick little retool rebuild with young guys and getting championship players and bringing them to the Premier League. And then there's the way that Southampton have done it. And it's it's like these guys are not fully ready and they should have kept a couple of the older guys still around. I'm not saying you have to keep guys like Romeo and stuff, even though Southampton fans love that. But like, maybe you should have kept Forrester just in case Bazunu wasn't good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you can't you can't talk me into Alex McCarthy being better than Bazunu because I've seen him and he stinks too. So he might but, be better. Yeah, maybe, but he still sucks. He popped <laughs> he off. Still sucks. He popped off at the end of last season. Um. Yeah, and then uh, Pat Bamford. Could have got it red. Yeah, just <laughs> flying into tackles, diving for penalties. What's wrong with this guy? He's lost the plot. Yeah. He has lost the plot. 
Almost I, as much as Southampton's attack has lost the plot. Southampton had like no road support in this game either. It's like it would be like if you or I showed up and we were the only road fans. Yeah. I think Southampton fans have accepted they're relegated. I don't think of Southampton as a club with great fan support. Yeah. I mean St. Mary's can it can be all right sometimes, but I don't ever think of their away supporters. I feel like when Southampton's like fully on just mid table, they're fine, but you know, you still expect something out of road support. I think everyone's given up on Southampton. Um finishes yeah. one nil. We were talking about this outside the podcast. I asked Sam, what percent would you give or on a scale one to ten, what would you say leads chances of saying up are? Sam said a five. Fifty fifty. Yeah. I I get that they won this game. I just don't see it. And now it depends, I guess, when Rodrigo and stuff come back. I, I give it like a fifteen to twenty percent. I just don't feel good about him. I just I see four four bad teams vying for three spots. And you think that that gives them enough of a and chance? I, I think they're on the edge of what's their key of, to staying up? It's of safety and relegation. It's just Somerville and Yanto. Definitely Nyanto. For some reason, they took him off when he was their best player at like 50 minutes in. Yeah, I don't. What was that? What was that, Javi Gracia? You fraud. <laughs> I already hate Javi Gracia. Any 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 twinge of Watford in the Premier League <laughs> just makes me sick. So Will Hughes, watch out. Such a poorly run club that when it <laughs> seeps into the rest of the, the Premier League, it bothers me. I saw a stat today that Watford have the most used players in the championship, which I thought was funny. You would expect that out of like a terrible team or something, or a team that's like injury prone. Watford's like most managers, most players, they just throw stuff at the board to see what sticks. Up. Even when I see Sir Elton John, I get a little <laughs> sick inside. Uh, so Southampton 100% going down. What team, just Right off the top of the head, because you're in the best frame of mind for this. Who's yes. buying James Ward-Prowse? Who's buying James Ward-Prowse? Before we move on. I mean, is he not like the most Everton signing ever? I don't know if Everton But can... they don't buy anyone. I was going to say, I don't <laughs> they know don't if buy they can. I agree that he's an Everton signing. He might be Everton quality, but... Uh, maybe like a Villa? Yeah, maybe. Pull up the table real quick. We're spending way too much time on this, but pull it up. This is this is what we're here for. This do you is think our core competency. Way, is completely going on complete rants. Uh, do you think? I'm just gonna throw this out there. Mm-hmm. I think he might go to a bigger club than this. And what you're saying about Everton? Uh, but say West Ham sells Rice, and they're just like, we have a lot of money. What do we do with it? And they they just go for a stopgap. Yeah, James even though he's Rice. not a Rice replacement or anything, they're just like James Ward Prowse would be where a lot of the money's going to, and then they just kind of fill in people for the right spot. Does that not kind of seem like something that could happen? It makes sense in my mind, but I can't convince can't, myself West that, Ham? that I can buy into it. All right. I'm going to – final answer for me is going to be Newcastle or Tottenham. <laughs> there it is. Let's move on. Definitely wouldn't surprise me if Tottenham bought him just because Tottenham signed, like, the most mid-guys ever. <laughs> What was the next game? Arsenal, Leicester. Leicester and Arsenal. A much more entertaining game than than that eh. game. Eh. It felt very one-sided. It should have been more than 1-0. I'll say that. 100%. 100%. Uh, yeah, it's all Arsenal really to start. Solid passing. Uh, breaking quickly when Leicester kind of 
turn it over, which Leicester were pretty turnover happy in this game. They've it kind of felt like Leicester, honestly, were always like one good pass away from a real chance. Yes. But yes. they just the passing was not there. And sometimes it was Arsenal, you know, good press in midfield or, you know, their defensive shape is fine. But there's one or two chances where it's just like they have to make a simple pass because yeah. they're around Arsenal's box yeah, and they just I couldn't. Agree. I agree completely. Or even just like one <clears throat> half decent through ball kind of played into space and you let Iannaccio run it down or something. I don't know. Which but. is funny because it seemed like they were one pass away the whole game and they yes. ended with like one shot on target. Yeah, it was it, it was funny. It, it made <laughs> no sense because on one hand, it seems like Arsenal dominated dominated could have been like four nil yeah on the other hand lester could have easily just lester could have scored struck one for a couple two. yeah um yeah i'd say the first chance really fell to jaka that one it gets a shot off um it's blocked mm-hmm. it's very unfortunate arsenal keep having chances that fall to jaka and he's just so slow on the ball <laughs> he is pretty slow um yeah arsenal really just putting the pressure on completely dominating then big chance from the corner falls out to leo trossard hits with a beautiful oh my curler it should have stood solely for the fact it was so beautiful so beautiful i still don't even know why it was reversed truly well, you know sometimes ben white, called ben white he gets a little lonely and he he wants to grab a sutar but it wasn't even like that bad it, it's because it's because they the call it on ward goal, on the initial goal kick Ben White was holding Ward's hand so he couldn't get a full contact on the punch. Mm. It's it's a real cop out. Yeah. But when, I, I disagree. Yeah, but. when when the problem is Ben White gave them somewhat of a the the ability excuse. to make yeah. that call. Yeah, play overturned. Arsenal really solid wide in this game in terms of uh their attack. Yeah. I thought 32nd minute, some more controversy. Harry Sutar just completely falls on top <laughs> of Saka in the box. That's a big Aussie going down. Of course, yeah. nothing given. We would get maybe I one second it. of a review. I wouldn't call it only because it's uh, Sutar and he's an Aussie. Yeah. You get those calls. Yeah, that's fair. Goes in halftime one or nil nil, surprisingly. I keep getting the damn score lines yeah. wrong. <laughs> But Arsenal start fast in the second half. Yes. Get a goal. Uh, hit on the break. Trossard playing Martinelli through. Finishes very nicely. Trossard, what a signing. Yep. He just Super Leo. gets into the team immediately. Hey, man. He started this one in place of Eddie and Katia. He's, he's a guy who's very versatile in a good way. There's some guys who are like kind of jack of all trades, and it's like, what are they? What is he even really good at? I don't know. Trossard is just like solid everything. He's like B plus at like everything. Yeah. It just brings quality. He really it reminds just... me of a player kind of more from the Wenger area or era, kind of more like a uh, not same kind of player necessarily, but like a Cazorla kind of tier player. You know what I mean? Yeah. When they had more just general like creative talent. Yeah. yeah. Attacking midfielder type type players. But yeah. Kind of what Wolves go for. <laughs> but they don't have, or they don't utilize them right. Um, yeah, nice link up from Odegaard, Martinelli, and Saka, but Saka's goal ruled offside. Zinchenko. Zinchenko. Zelensky. Yep, had a curling effort, pushed away. 
Gabrielle had a chance as well. Um, and I mean, that's, that's truly about it for Arsenal. They kind of just went through seeing it out. Dewsbury Hall had a chance for Leicester, but it goes wide. Finishes 1-0. Surprisingly, this was the only game that I had a bet on this week. And I didn't sweat it out one bit. That's good. I was sweating it out. I wasn't. Didn't need to, but... I didn't watch it live, but I, was, I wasn't I was sweating it out. I had full faith. <sighs> yeah, it was just getting a little a little spicy at the end. It's like, come on, guys. Don't, yeah. don't do something stupid. Yeah, Solid win for Arsenal. Leicester performance wasn't bad, wasn't great. This is what it is. Their attack was pretty disappointing. Can I can I run something past you real quick? Please do. So Madison's gone in the summer for sure. Yes, most likely. Do you let Brendan Rogers walk in the summer? You just say, look, is he out of contract? No, I th- he still has his contract. But do you do you sack him? No. Are you sure? He's not getting sacked. I know he's not going to because Leicester don't have uh, the cojones. But I don't think they should. I think they should. I think he's, I think they should go full who, rebuild. Who who are they going to bring in? That's but are they going to bring in Javi Rasia? Are yes. they going to bring in Kiko Sanchez Flores? Yes. Watford style. <laughs> are, are they going to bring in Slavin Bilic? Yes. No, I don't think. Are that, they going to bring in Walter Mazzari? Are they going to bring in Walter Mazzari? What are they going to do, Hank? Anything other than Brendan <laughs> Rodgers. I think it's just stale. I think it. Uh, a manager's time comes and goes, and it's I think it's time for Lester's come and gone. He's a great quality manager, but I think I, I think they should move on. I don't see any world that they get better by sacking Brendan Rodgers. I think they bring in Nathan Jones. <laughs> I think they should bring in Nathan Jones. If they sack Brendan Rodgers, they'll probably go down next year. What if Graham Potter's available? I mean, think about it this way. <laughs> so so you're losing your, your best player in James Madison. Mm-hmm. And then you double down on that by bringing in a new manager. Yep. What have we seen from Brendan Rodgers, Lester, without James Madison that inspires you? Dewsbury Hall, vintage okay. Harvey Barnes. Oh yeah, it's really shown up a lot this year without Danny James Ward, Madison. Harry I just Sutar, Voodfoss, <laughs> Voodfoss Ungles, <laughs> Voodfoss. I think I think what he would bring is just stability to at least transition from from James Madison. Because if you bring in any other manager into this team, they're getting they're they're going down. What about? Run it back with Ranieri for the feels, and then you go down, and it's okay. It's okay because it does feel good. That's elder abuse. Bring in <laughs> Roy Hodgson. <laughs> I'm just glad that we're, uh, this turned in just a Watford bashing for, like, no reason. Yeah. Uh, they deserve it for how poorly run of a club they are. <laughs> they bring it upon what's, themselves. What's the next game we got? Oh, man. Uh, you were very the, off the, on this. The, <laughs> you were very off on this, I was off on it, but I was happy to be off. You know why? Because we were vindicated Yeah. about boy. Danny Ings. We, I brought it up last pod. It made no sense. Uh, West Ham Forest, early on, just all West Ham. I mean, the whole game was ver- really all West Ham, but yes. early on, Ings, chance, wide. Paquette had a shot, ends up... Uh, did his shot go off the post? It deflected off of Ings. Ings and then off the post. That's yeah. right. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I thought Sushek actually had a good game too this game. He's, finally, he's looked good the past couple of games after he was he had the, on the bench ball. for a while. He had the handball against Chelsea, and he's like, that "Yes, this is my yeah. yeah." He's like, "This is now what I can do." He looks like he's been revitalized. Force really had just sparse moments of uh, quality possession in the first half, maybe like once or twice. I it's yeah, I don't know. If it's not a counterattack, and that's what we said coming in the year, if it's not a counterattack, it's like, what are they going to do? And I expected more of their midfield, uh, you know, having Shelby and, and Froiler, Jack Holbeck. I expected them to at least have some possession, but no. it wasn't no. much. Did you hear what you just said? You expected stuff out of John Joe, Shelby, Jack Holbeck, and Remo Froiler. I saw some, like, Siri uh, guy kind of talking about Atalanta and talking about Froiler's importance to them when he played for them. I was like, you know what I've seen from him this year? Virtually nothing. Virtually nothing. I just think when you have three guys like that that play in the style that they do, you should at least have some, like... Yeah. You shouldn't be getting, like, dominated offensively. Yeah, well, when you got Chris Wood out there, you should never be dominated offensively. You got to legendary Premier League striker out there. Uh, second half, more West Ham. What can you say? Yeah, second half's where the party really started. Yeah. A big chance for Jared Bowen smacking a strike off the post. A little handball shot after Lodi's shot hits off of Johnson's arm. Not given. No, the force did kind of get into it in the second half a bit. They did definitely more in the first half. They did definitely more. Um, some decent attacking play in the second half, but West Ham opened the scoring seventy minutes in. Some fa- fantastic play from West Ham, starting off with Ings playing a nice ball up to Jared Bowen, getting it back on the end of Bowen's cross, open up the scoring. Just a beautiful, well worked team goal. Yeah. Danny Ings imposing himself on the game from the start to the end. Mm-mm. Nope. I need Mikel Antonio out there. My name's David Moyes. And they wasted no time getting the second goal. Ben Rama making a great weaving run into the box, passes across to Ings, who does enough just to bundle it in for the brace. You know, there's always a lot of people that talk about stuff like underrated guys in the league, and no one will ever bring up Danny Ings, but Danny Ings, you have a spot on our podcast. Yeah, he's in our hearts. We respect him. We respect him. He was great. He was great this game. Huge. Game changer. Yeah, imagine if Southampton is able to bring him in, but unfortunately they won't pony up. They'll pony up and give uh, Nathan Jones a six-year contract, but they won't They won't give Jesse Marsh or Danny Ings long-term deals. Yeah. <laughs> West Ham make it 3-0, 78th minute. Declan oh, Rice curling just, effort sails oh, into the top right corner. It's got to be said, Declan Rice, fantastic own. game. He was He's building up the, the stock for his Arsenal-Chelsea United move. I believe it was the second goal where he just made a beautiful run out of the back and transitioned well. Yes. He looked fantastic. Hopefully Arsenal sign him. It's one of the three. Keep Todd Bowley away from this man. Great meal. <laughs> great, meal. <laughs> great meal 
Todd Bowley's got the Bowley Bucks. Yes. What does Man U have? They're going to have the, not UAE Qatar. money, Qatar money. And then top it off, 85 minutes and four now. Shortly after coming on, even Mikel Antonio gets in on the scoring. Four nalls, nice little ball stood up to the back post for Antonio to head in. Big ups to Mikel Antonio who can't score on West Ham Needham, but when they're absolutely smashing Forrest, he's like, you know what? Hole up. Let me cook. Let me cook. Two yards out. <laughs> let me cook this let me, Yeah, let me cook this garbage time goal to blow out Villa, or, uh, Forrest even more. The ultimate luxury player. <laughs> so true. Ends 4-0. Forrest absolutely just got blitzkrieg there in the second half. Didn't see that coming, but uh, they're they're away for him. They're a home. They home, are definitely a home, home team. team merchant. Yeah, <laughs> that's all they have. Um, great win for West Ham. I don't know if they keep up the momentum in the league. Maybe this will kind of get things going for them uh, even more in Europe. But you I just what? don't. I don't know. I feel like it's kind of a one-off thing for West Ham. But prove me wrong, West Ham. Prove me wrong. Yeah, it, it it's really weird to see West Ham score four goals. And I looked it up. The last time they scored four goals was a couple years ago against Norwich when Mikel Antonio had like a bracer hat trick. Ha- he scored four goals. Lol. It might have been. Huh. I don't think La- it was. Not that. last year. Th- but they weren't up the year before. Maybe four I- years ago or three years ago rather than two years ago. Yeah, I don't, Maybe. I don't know. But. Anywho, yeah, West Ham, possibly maybe. a good momentum builder. Wrong. I don't know. We'll see. Good foundation. I just think it's weird that Moyes came out with, maybe it's just an anti-jinx, but he comes out and is like, yeah, Ings, uh, he's got to get built in the team. They play him out here, gets a brace. Psychological warfare. Yeah, I, I just The crafty veteran move. Yeah. I saw a thing that was like a, a West Ham fan account tweeted like, People think that anyone else on our team could do this. And it's like Antonio dribbling into space against Man U. And it's like, oh, guess what that resulted in? Not a goal. Congratulations. No, they always say congratulations. That's what I, I say about Man City beating Bournemouth 4-1. Next game. Bournemouth versus Man City. I almost called this one, too, perfectly. It was I, say three. One? I said four nil. Four nil. Freaking Jeff Lerma had to do Jeff you. Jeff Lerma did me dirty after I've been doing him dirty and saying that he's trash. You've seen Jay Links, but have you seen the JL logo for <laughs> J- Jeff Lerma? Jeff Lerma, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Patent pending. Let's go. Let's get these notes. Not a whole lot to say. I even take notes game. on this game. I'll be honest. I just threw it on and kind of. Let it kind of sink over my eyeballs. <laughs> Let it washed over your brain. Yeah, yeah. It pretty much played out exactly as you would expect. City dominating play first fifteen minutes, finding the opening goal. Holland's deflected shot hits off the bar, rebound. Such a Alvarez. Such an odd goal. Yeah. Great build up by City on this one, but such a weird goal. It, it it's like you deserve the goal, but how did it end up this way? Yeah. This this <laughs> crap tapping from Alvarez. Um. Bournemouth had had more moments than I thought they would. I will say that. Yeah, they're hanging in there. They were hanging in. They're a little there. frisky. It's just one of those things where they didn't score. But and then they made a huge mistake. Twenty nine minutes in, their defense getting absolutely caught out. 
Grunewald making a nice run in behind. Crosses to Phil Foden, who squares for Holland for the tap, and that's just getting brutalized. Yeah, you know, we were talking about Phil Foden last week, saying where'd he go, where'd he go, and he had to pop off against Bournemouth just to prove a point. But Very strange. Remember last year, in, or uh, early in the year, when Foden won past to Holland at yes. times? That was funny. That feels like a whole season ago. That's why I said last year. Yeah, you got the before the World Cup and after the yeah, World Cup. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Then you got Phil Foden adds to it. Capitalizes from a mistake from uh, Phil Bill. Oh, that that pass. <laughs> that pass from, from Billy. Oh, my. Oh, he Sauce. set him up perfectly. Sauce. Put one in the assist column for <laughs> Phil Bill. Goes yeah. in halftime, 3-0. Game over. Yeah, game <laughs> over at that point. City out of fourth, just on the other side of halftime. Alvarez has his shot hit off of Chris Meppen. Yeah. For the own goal. The OG Chris Meppen. Yeah, what are you going to do? And then 83rd minute, just an absolute consolation. And to really just ruin my prediction, Jeff, Jeff Lerma. Lerma. He's, there the to, he's there to despise you because you said he sucks. Yeah. Finishes 4-1. Easy victory, as everyone would expect. Not super, super duper easy for... Uh, City, you know, before you look at it, but they didn't play that great. Yeah, exactly. They kind of the result favors it more than the performance, but still a solid performance out of City. Bournemouth may be a bit hard done, but what are you gonna do? You you expected to lose this one anyways. You just flush it. Yeah, I think they were a little naive at times with how much they were getting forward. Yeah, well, you know, oh well, you're gonna lose anyway, so you might as well just go for it, Mister O'Neill. Moving on to the next game. I can't believe I never got that signed copy of FIFA 23. That's where Bournemouth seasons really went downhill. I, We should have got that. Yeah. Should have happened. Put that in a frame. Uh, Palace Liverpool. I called a draw. I, don't, I think I called 1-1, though, unfortunately. I feel like I must have predicted a Liverpool win. You did. You predicted the Liverpool double this week. So one for two. Um. Yeah, I mean, Liverpool in this game, insanely sloppy. Mm-hmm. I mean, Very evidenced sloppy. by Trent Alexander-Arnold passing it like straight back to Mateta practically, putting him one-on-one if he didn't have Allison, the best keeper in the world. Psych, that's Emmy Martinez, bruh. Psych, that's Gavin Bazunu. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Allison, big save. Mateta, you would want him to do better, but at the same time, Allison's just supernatural. What are you going to do? It's goaded. Yeah. Uh, Liverpool's attack looked pretty good in this game, though. Not. <laughs> they had Jota going. That's about it. I just can't believe the fall from grace that Salah just like not involved at all, it feels like, at times. The majority of times. They're just such a weird team with how how poorly they maintain possession. It's like... Can they string together three passes? No, they Probably don't. Not. They don't have a midfield. Probably not. You got you got Gudugakpo just up there for some reason. Where's your where's uh? Well, first off, how is this like Baselic or how, what's his name? I forget how you say. Bajetic? Yeah, how is that guy like their third best guy? I don't know. That's the tragic <laughs> state of the Liverpool midfield. It's like I I I don't know. 
I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Fabinho's washed beyond all belief. He's just toast. Nabi Keita's like, I I hate to act like, you know, we're amazing footballers, even though we are. I think you might be better than Nabi Keita. Did, I think if we just stuck you out uh, in midfield, you might be able to play side to side, like yeah. Michael Carrick style. Nabi Keita, that least. guy, you know what really bothers me? Is that he had the nerve to say he should be playing more? One, yeah, you're hurt like all the time. <laughs> Two, you, you suck. suck. <laughs> you are not good. He's not good at all. I think. I think how bad he is has been masked by the fact that he's been hurt all the time. Yeah, it's true. like if we saw him play all the time, everyone would realize that he's just terrible. And I think uh, I am better than him. Uh. Big chance right before half. Trent Alexander-Arnold just losing the ball. Truly, talk about fall from grace. I mean, he might next year might be like a like nut cutting time season for Trent Alexander-Arnold. Uh, how how much he's fallen off. But regardless, back to the game. Schlupp takes it off and passes it to Mateta. It goes off the bar. Palace. Huge chance. Just not fortunate enough there brutal you know Vieira roll of the dice is it Mateta is it Edward who do I go with he gets it wrong there apparently although I don't know if Edward scores either so maybe it was always a lose-lose halftime nil-nil second half Sala 49th minute curling effort goes off the bar yeah that was his one chance involvement in the game yeah it's it's just sad to see i mean it's kind of and i don't even feel like it's complacent it's just like teams know like we just have to isolate him because who else are they going to go through yeah and that and who's going to get him the ball get get him the ball (laughs) yeah um yeah liverpool not very creative in the second half your guy gakpo big chance uh solid plays him through but he can't get the effort on target finishes nil nil that was a big one um yeah, we, you know, I had a feeling Palace, they might not have a win this calendar year, but Selhurst at night, it's OP. It's OP a lot of times. What are it, you going to do? Their defense has been quite solid, actually, but the attack has just been awful. Putrid, Putrid Liverpool, to say the least. I don't know. Sometimes I feel okay about them, but other times I just watch them and I'm no, like, I they never can't even okay. pass three times. Yeah, I don't feel good about Liverpool ever. Yet they might get top four, they, so we'll see. They rely on Bicetic to like be the facilitator. facilitator. That's nice. You want to be that in that situation. Moving on, the one Sunday game, Tottenham-Chelsea. This one hurt my soul. This was a disgusting game. How about Raheem Sterling? The comeback tour. Yeah. He's kind of been popping off. Yeah. Well, he dove early, although there's like the slightest bit of contact, but it was so weak that it's like yeah. you're just never going to get it. That was just shameless. That That's trademark Raheem <laughs> Pat, Sterling. Pat, that's Pat Bamford-esque. Yeah. You're not at Man City anymore, clearly, Raheem Sterling, so stop diving. Um, Chelsea just creates so many chances, it feels like, at times, and they're just like, so close but they just can never get it i don't know how yeah it's truly incredible joe felix uh had one at the seventh minute and chelsea getting their possession going tottenham obviously sitting back you know tottenham do mm-hmm. um tottenham 27th minute little move leads to a hoiberg shot that's deflected and hits off the post 
Yeah, that's what they do. I mean, they're not going to create a lot of chances, but they'll try and hit on the counter. It's incredible playing Tottenham. You see them on the counter, and you just have some weird feeling that it's going to be a goal, even though they get like five of those chances a game. Yeah. Just like, you know what, it'll probably go in. Uh, a little bit of excitement before halftime. Sterling heading in from the left has a shot saved by big Fraser Forrester. Guy's yes. a big lad. And then before halftime... The Ziyech incident. Some some weirdness going yeah. on, a little scuffle. Uh, Ziyech ends up getting shown a red card for a retaliation yeah. push on, uh, was it Royale? Yeah, which it, I don't, I don't, I didn't like it was a red. <clears throat> I was surprised they overturned it. Yeah. Because normally that stuff never gets overturned, but a red right away, that was like, what? Come on. Yeah, the, the hand to the shoulder sliding up and grazing the face yeah okay it was just very weird yeah in general just the fact that it kind of like popped off at that moment yeah what are you gonna do ziak who wanted to leave and then grand potter's like no we'll play you and ziak's <laughs> been trash what are you gonna do halftime nil nil second half your guy ollie skip ollie skip just a banger yeah, I thought it could have been saved. Uh, well, a little soft wrist from Mr. Kappa. Yeah, the manlet. The manlet. What are you going to do? Hey, that's me. He's vertically challenged. He's a little guy. I got floppy in the words, wrists. In the words of Fred Armisen, he's a little guy. He's a little guy. Uh, nice little sequence, though, for Tottenham. Normally, it's see, Tottenham came out there like late first half Tottenham. No, early second half Tottenham's back now. Are we sure this guy shouldn't be the manager over Conte? Whoever this guy is, this Italian guy they got in there? Yeah, this generic Italian man. Scalini yeah, or something like that? Yeah, I think so. Um, really nothing happens besides a little back and forth in terms of possession, but it was mainly Chelsea doing nothing with the ball. And then Kane doubles the lead. Corner comes in, back post, falls for a tap-in. Finishes 2-0. Cool. Tottenham win games and just it's truly incredible. It's not... It's not even hating on them. It's just like you you simply don't deserve to win these games the way you play. But 100%. Chelsea, we've reached the point with Graham Potter. It's balls. It's uh, back to the wall. It's balls, it's it's balls, balls to, to the, the wall. wall. He's got to do that now. <laughs> do you think – so I, beating Leeds Saturday, it doesn't save his job. I think it'll, what'll ha- he has to happen is he has to beat Leeds and then he has to beat Dortmund too in order to keep his job. But if he loses the leads right there, it's done. I think I think he's on a game-by-game game basis at this point. Yeah. Any game could be his last. It's like the, the ownership is like, no, we trust you. We trust you. And then he goes I, out but and now just it's, but drops now, some L's. Yeah, but now no one – now Bowley doesn't trust him. I feel he, he, he definitely feels the media pressure and the fan pressure to get yeah. – Potter out of there it's like yeah he started off the first eight games he won six drew two lost none that's nice that was back in no November December he's what oh like probably four and six or something in his last 10 I would guess I don't know the exact numbers but it's gotta be something like that yeah it's not good 
You know, the one thing I noticed in this game. Well, I guess they did beat Bournemouth. So they're probably like one, four, and five or something like that. I thought Jao Felix didn't play very good. Yeah, I he thought he was. Early... I thought he was really selfish. There were a couple yeah. good chances where he could have made a pass. Instead, opts to take the chance himself. My the only... worst of the chances. Yeah, my only problem with that is is that no one else is scoring for Chelsea, so I can't hate on him too much to try and force it and hero ball. But at the same time, you got to pass the Kai Havertz. Come on. Yeah. Come on, son. Hey, if Chelsea do, if they don't qualify for a Champions League, he's leaving for what was it this week? Bayern or it was like PSG too or something Bayern, like PSG is, Real Madrid. It's like who is his agent? Danny Rose agent? Barcelona. It's like yeah, what what is that? So you think I guess we'll, we'll just save it for predictions what we think cuz you gave the Moyes call last week that he's going to get sacked. We'll see what you think about Chelsea, but the two midweek games, Arsenal, Everton, I got to be honest. I only watched the highlights of this one. That's all you need to know. First I, half. I was getting live updates on my phone when I was at work, and I was like, this game isn't going to be worth my time to watch. First half, Sean Dyche was doing Sean Dyche things. Everton just parked the bus pretty much. <laughs> Arsenal was finding it a bit difficult to break through. Eventually did get the breakthrough after some, some stunning play from young Bukayo Saka. Yeah. Just another world-class goal coming yes. out of him. And then they found the second goal. Martinelli's finding his form again. Yeah, Martinelli getting back into the swing of things. Uh, big mistake from a Drusagana guy again. You know what's crazy to think about? I'm going to cut you off right now. Uh, I think Martinelli's only like three goals behind Rashford, which is crazy to think about. Because it just shows how good Martinelli started, and then he had that kind of run where he's out of form. And Rashford's been popping off for a while now. It's yeah, I don't know. It's kind of weird, but go on, Adrisa guy. Please tell me more about how he sucks. Absolutely gets his pocket picked. Sean Dyche dies inside watching it. <laughs> Martinelli, nice, cool little finish goes in halftime, two nil. Very comfortable for Arsenal at that point. The second half was was pretty much all Arsenal. Dwight McNeil had one chance that was saved by Ramsdale. But, yeah, what about Odegaard? He scores. He has the little Selly dance in honor of like Gabby Jesus. Yeah, Odegaard scores another with the sauce. Another assist for Mr. Trossard. Nice play down the left hand side, cutting back into the middle of the field for Odegaard with the first time finish. And then Gabriel Martinelli adding a second goal in the eightieth minute. Assist from young Eddie and Ketia Subdon. How about that? He's back, better than ever. Nice little toe poke. Who needs from, Gabby Jesus when you can beat Everton 4-0 at home? From Martinelli, yeah. A nice, comfortable win for Arsenal. Got the revenge over Sean Dyche. Anti-jinx. I just imagine you complete. doing the uh, the like Liverpool, what's that guy's name? The Liverpool ginger guy, the Irish guy. Where he's like, finally, Liverpool have won. <laughs> I imagine you doing that, but for Arsenal against Dyche. Finally, ah. Arsenal have taken care of Sean Dyche. Finally, Arsenal and now, have ended Sean Dyche's Now work. the title run can resume. Ah, it's great <laughs> like, to be top like, of the league. Just stuff like that. And then Arsenal will draw with like... Southampton. Y- yeah, and then you'll be like... You are not good enough. You're not fit to wear You're the badge. You're not fit to wear the badge. <laughs> you are not fit to wear the badge. 
And then cue a win. Ah, we finally beat Leeds United at home. Back in the title <laughs> charge, lads. Just now that's a good win. Uh, now that's a proper kitty. Are you thinking Everton? Suck, th- yeah. Would you say them or Leeds have a better chance of staying up? Everton. I think Everton does still. Okay. I like Sean Dyche a whole lot better than I like Javi Gracia. Okay. I do like Leeds personnel more somehow than Everton's. Barely, but oh, yeah. I do like Dyche a whole lot more than Gracia. So. They ha- both teams have inept strikers. Let's get this last game out of the way, and then I just kind of want to – let's do a little mini recap of where things stand about how we're feeling about stuff. Let's get this last game out of the way. It's kind of a – it wasn't a boring game, especially the first half. But second half is kind of boring. Liverpool, Wolves. Wolves are in it early. Had a little mini counterattack, playing Jimenez in space. Ends up in a shot for Montino. Very nice save by Allison. Yeah, they had a pretty good game plan. Felt like Wolves. Yeah, it felt like Wolves could have easily got one, and you're just like, oh, Liverpool. Yeah. Oh, man. Right down the tubes. Yeah, they were solid defensively, but still they weren't sacrificing too much possession. Mm Mm-hmm. They had some decent half chances. Again, this one, though, a lot of giveaways from Liverpool. To be fair, there was quite a bit of giveaways from, from Wolves as well, but just so many giveaways. Yeah. Liverpool, was, what is... It was it was kind of an open game for, like, the first 10 minutes and then, like, the last 10 minutes of the half. But, like, that mix in between, it was kind of Liverpool just trying to hold on to the ball. Yeah. And the Wolves held it for a little bit. It was, it was a lot of just kind of possession of, like, Let's try to not make this open, but then they just both crap their pants at doing that. Couple of chances for the uh, your broccoli zoomer boy Elliot with a terrible header. Boy. Yep. Maybe if he Free had a different header. haircut, it's it's in. Yeah, it deflected off the perm, <laughs> and then just before for halftime, real. for real, no cap, he volleys one into the turf and bounces up, <laughs> saved nicely by Saw. Goes into halftime, nil nil. Second half. Kilman making a nice that was insane last ditch tackle the little wrap around kind of slide Jota. that's Ooh. very nice um, Darwin Habibi scored <laughs> ruled off for a foul I'm surprised on, they, on Jota I'm surprised they called that I am I too. think it I, I thought it was but at the same time it was like they never call that yeah because it wasn't like a hundred percent yeah like you'd call it but. I was like, wow, really? Okay. You know, VAR, they just make their own rules. Now. Yeah, it's truly, it's up for debate every time. Yeah. It's a coin flip. Liverpool finally get their goal. Score. Finally, Liverpool have scored. Ah. <laughs> we fo- and rightfully take the lead rightfully through Van Dyke. Rightfully take the lead. Oh, Van Dyke, you beauty. Uh, set piece. Alexander-Arnold whips in a ball for Van Dyke. Initial header saved. Falls to Jota, passes back to Van Dyke. I tried to go back and rewatch this goal just to take a look at it, but I didn't. I it slipped my mind not to. But the Wolves just like play an offside trap, and they're just like, let's let Jota run after the ball, act like he's off or something, because there's no one around him when he went to go get the ball after the save, and then no one was around Van Dyke really on the header. Yeah, they're just like, oh, he's off. We'll just let it play, or I don't know what happened. Well, you know, it was stupid all around. Stupid free kick given away from Mr. Mario Lamina. Yeah. Can we not play him? Yeah, please. That guy, <laughs> Can we not play him? That guy's not good either. Uh, I know you just signed him, but that didn't stop you from selling Guedes and benching Guedes instantly. So. Yeah. 
Liverpool add a second four minutes later. Schmickus. Schmickus Matip. Swinging, <laughs> swings in across for Mo Salah, who scores. Yeah, how about that? 2-0 for Liverpool. Are we sure Schmickus isn't Liverpool's best fullback? I just love the Sh- Schmickus, uh, Darwin <laughs> Nunes, like, tall and small man bun combo. They're yeah. like the same guy. But, like, different uh, bodies. Yeah. Yeah. Good good result for Liverpool. Not an awful, awful performance that we've seen. It's probably their best one for at least like the last two games. Not saying much, but... I thought Bicetich or... Yeah, Bicetich. Bicetich, yeah. Yeah. I have an easier name, name to, to say, say would you? Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Can't you be uh, like... Jones. Jones. Curtis Jones. What happened to good old Curtis Jones, mate? <laughs> Ah, finally, a nice proper <laughs> Englishman. I say this as an Irishman. <laughs> finally, uh, we have the Anglo-Saxon team we finally, always wanted. <laughs> finally, a James Milner replacement. Uh, but no, I thought solid Liverpool performance. They're going to have to string a few of these together to get that top four spot. I didn't, I didn't think hate... they played that well. but No, but it's, it's better than what we'd seen. It's definitely better than the Palace game. That was not even debatable. Uh, Wolves, eh, I I need more for us to have faith that yeah. you'll stay up, especially in attack. But I thought, um, man, I was going to say something, and then it completely slipped. slipped it's my about mind. Liverpool. Liverpool, uh, I don't know. Their passing was pretty sloppy in the first half. but Yeah, it's not great. Oh, but... you know what I was going to say? Liverpool's upcoming run. Yeah. Is insane. Is it tough? It's insane, dude. Go through it real quick. Yeah. And then we'll kind of do our I saw, little breakdown. I forget who said it. Someone, one of the pundits was like, yeah, if they come out no worse after this run of fixtures, then I'll, I think they'll finish top four. Let's see this. So it's United at Old Trafford? or No, they're home. Wait, wait. They're home. So it's United, Bournemouth. Bournemouth. And then it's going to be Fulham. Yeah, Real Madrid, Fulham. Yeah, well, Real Madrid, they're going to be knocked out of the Champions League. But City. C- Fulham, City, Chelsea, Arsenal, Leeds, Forest. Yeah, really, it's up until the Arsenal part. Okay. They still have Tottenham to go and stuff. I don't know. It's not It's not easy. The very, very end looks easy, but I mean, some Leeds I mean, they got to play United, United, City, and Arsenal within the next... Yeah. Three weeks or whatever. You don't have uh you don't get to play Newcastle anymore, Liverpool. It's not so easy for you. <laughs> uh yeah, no, that's that's insane. If they can yeah, if they come out of that with a point a game, I think that's probably pretty good. <laughs> but um Yeah. Well let's let's kinda of break down we don't really have to do top four, I guess. We can unless you want to talk a little about Tottenham, and if you think Tottenham... Tottenham's to... finishing top four. I said that they weren't, but now they are. So you think they're going to finish <clears> at... <throat> Newcastle's going to finish fifth, do you think? Or you think Liverpool passed Newcastle? Man, it's hard to say. Newcastle just draws so much. Newcastle draws so much, they do have two games in hand on Tottenham. I don't know what those games in hand are, but... Yeah. 
but Newcastle's scoring hasn't been as great lately. Yeah, it hasn't been. And Their Tot- defense is still holding Tottenham, up. Tottenham, but... they just have that mystical power of somehow they win games that they shouldn't. Yeah, they use like a Jedi mind trick on teams. Yes. It's very odd. Um, yeah, I agree. I don't think Newcastle's going to finish top four, which breaks breaks my heart. My aching, breaking heart. Let's go down to more to the bottom of the table. Yeah. There's, this is there's kind of where whole, I wanted to break down with you. Uh, there's a big clump of teams. Yeah, go down. From, You're not even at the bottom yet. From like, <laughs> you from, like scrolled halfway. From like Palace. Would you? And I asked you this a couple weeks ago. Is Palace the cutoff? Like, even though Palace aren't playing great and they haven't won this calendar year, they're the cutoff, right? For who can go down? Anyone below them can go down. You'd say, or would you include Palace in that for teams that could go down? I think you could throw in Palace. Yeah. Okay. There's that big but, chunk of teams. I mean, that it's are six. Just not it's only six good. points. So, so we have Palace, Forest, Leicester, Wolves, West Ham, Leeds, Everton, Bournemouth, Southampton. The three that are in the bottom three, you think they're going to go down, or you think Everton over Leeds is the way you're leaning right now? Yeah, Everton over Leeds. For whatever reason, I, I was really have a game in hand. I was really, really think I I, both Bournemouth and Southampton do. Well, Um, that doesn't mean much. eh, You know, it could be something for them. You say that, but Southampton, you know, you never know. Yeah, they suck. (laughs) They do suck. (laughs) I I don't know. Maybe I'm silly for thinking West Ham is kind of out of the. The West coast Ham. is clear, but ah, I know that's yeah. I'm feeling like that, and that's Come crazy because before last week I was like, oh man, I'm really nervous about him going down, and then I predict him to beat Forest, but it was just so convincing. And as long as Ings is out there, it's weird. I, I have faith. Just don't play Mikel Antonio every game. He got Ings. even if it's Ings and Skamaka or whoever you want to rotate in. Just not always Antonio, and you'll be just, fine. Even if it's Antonio sprinkled in there, that's fine. Just have a rotation for who's in form. You have options. I I think they're safe. Always Ings. Declan Rice is absolutely on one. What? Jared Bowen's been playing better. Um, Suchek has, has looked a lot better. Sue Fall. If, I, I forgot to mention. Yes. I think he's, he's been playing better. He's been playing kind of along with Suchek. If I if I was clairvoyant and told and I time traveled from May and I was like Sam. One of Forest, Leicester, Wolves, West Ham is going down. One of them went down. Who would you bet Sorry, your life on? Forest, Leicester, Wolves? And West Ham and went West down. Ham. Yeah. Who would you guess went down? Forest? I would say the same. Yeah, I mean, you have to, right? I mean, West yeah. Ham, they're, they're underperforming, but they have some, some good talent. Wolves are just... Would it would it Solid surprise you if can we look at four schedule? I just see how many home games they have left. <laughs> I just I could there let me put it like this. If Force just went on like a nine game losing streak, I wouldn't even bat an eye. I'd be like, Yeah. Okay, so they're at home versus Everton. I think that's probably a win. We don't have to go fully in depth, but I just see one road game, two road games, three road games. Newcastle and Wolves, and then away to Leeds. Four road away games. To Villa, at home to United. Away to Liverpool. At home Five, to Brighton. Away to Brentford. Six, at home to Southampton. That's a win. Away to Chelsea. That's a win. At home to Arsenal. That's a seven. win. And away to... Seven to seven road games. and pro- It's probably like an even split. I, 
I think they'll somehow grind and stay up, but I don't know. Yes. Yeah, We've seen seven. before where where some of these teams towards the bottom go on like a little bit of a burner a bit too soon and then right at the very end they lose momentum. Um I don't know. If I had to go power rankings for who's going down, it's <clears throat> Bournemouth, Southampton, Leeds, Everton, Forest. But even you could talk to me Forest over Everton. Just cuz Dyche if if Forrest were to win five of those remaining games, that would put them in at forty points, which is enough. Forty is always enough. Usually enough there. So I think they'll probably do it. You think they can stick with five? Yeah. How about how about West Ham and Leicester at minus six goal differential down <laughs> down there? You know they got a solid defense. They just <laughs> no attack. Got no attack. Um, Meanwhile, you got. Teams like Bournemouth. Minus 26. Or Forest, minus 24 and 13th. <laughs> yeah, what's the, I want to see the split between their home and away goal differential. Trash. Let's get to this next week's. This next week's stuff. So we start off City and Newcastle. Newcastle fresh off the Carabao Cup final defeat to United. The last now, time this one was played was a banger, 3-3. Yeah, it was one of, if not the games of the year. At that, he had this time. Uh, City, kind of clicking again. Newcastle, they're missing Pope for the cup. Now he'll be back for... No, he won't be, because it's... How many games? Because he saw straight red. Uh, at least two, I think. Is it three for him, maybe? I don't know. But he's out of this game, I would assume. So it's Karius in that? Uh, no, it would be uh, Dubrovka. Dubrovka, yeah. Dubrovka can play in the cup final because yeah, he was tied to United. United, yeah. So you got the winner's medal. Um, yeah, Dubrovka, please save Newcastle. I'm going to go Man City 2-0. I was going to say the same thing, 2-0. It's going to be another one of those weeks where we have the same prediction for like six of the games. Probably. Arsenal, Bournemouth at the Emirates. Should be a pretty easy one, hopefully. I would think so. 3-0. I was thinking more like a 5-1. 5-1, okay. Um, Jeff Lerma, 81st minute. No, Phil Bill is going to hit a banger on your head. Okay, He's going to scare you. It's going to be 2-0. He's going to hit it, and you're going to be like, oh. oh and then it's Arsenal, second half, yeah. domination. Villa Palace. What are you looking at in this one? Well, Palace don't score any goals. <laughs> That's a given. <laughs> well, what about a Lise free kick in the 90th minute, bro? Yeah, I suppose. I think... Man, I think this is going to go one or, one or two ways. Either Villa scores two goals within the 15-minute mark, mm-hmm. or it finishes nil-nil. Okay. And I'm, see, I, I'm torn between those. See, I have a weird feeling, because I just kind of felt like Palace would kind of roll over and not play that well the rest of the year and kind of have to grind it out. Yeah. But that Brentford game kind of gave me some hope, even though they only drew and they blew it. It kind of gave me hope in terms of they can still fight. I'll probably go the 1-1 draw here. I don't love it. I don't hate it, but I I, I feel like that's the right result. I'll say 2-0, Villa. Just, just to be different. Cheeky. Okay. Um, Brighton-West Ham. This could be a sneaky West Ham game, although Brighton better kind of at home. 
I feel like this year the Amex, you know, that that's your stadium, your favorite stadium. Yeah, I think I'm a roll with a hot hand on this one. You go West, West Ham? Ham? Yeah, 2-1. Okay. I'm going to go, even though Brighton aren't playing that well, I'm going to say it ends up as a nil-nil draw. Deserby banned for this one. Yeah, what are you going to do? Chelsea He's rumored versus, Chelsea. Chelsea versus Leeds. The, is this Graham Potter's final game? Could be. Definitely could be. Could Leeds really do a double over Chelsea? Are you backing Javi Gracia to go into Stamford Bridge? No. I think at home, it's, it's probably be like a 1-0 Chelsea. I was going to say, it's going to be Chelsea, but it's not even going to be convincing. No. no. No Thiago Silva, though. He's out hurt. They're going to be relying on uh, Benoit Batishile and uh, hopefully not Chalaba, but they'll probably play Chalaba. I'm going to go Chelsea 1-0. Uh, what about Fofana? He is back now. He's back. Yeah. He's back. And he's blue. <laughs> Sorry, Arsenal fans. <laughs> I wish we had a soundboard. <laughs> yeah, that'd be so <laughs> be good. Be hammering that button. Uh, I'll go Chelsea one 0 but I don't feel great yeah. about it. No, Chelsea. you said one 0 I'm gonna go two one, just to be a little different. Okay. Wolves Tottenham. I want to get your take on this because I'm considering betting uh, a team, but I I feel like it's just not gonna go my way, depending how I bet. I think this is just going to be another one of those games where Tottenham wins and scores two goals off of, like, two shots on target. Yeah, that's kind of how I'm feeling. Tottenham, I think, is plus 125 right now, plus odds. Yeah. And Wolves aren't playing that well. But Wolves, I I think I'm always partially biased to, like, giving Wolves a chance because their midfield is bound to be better than a lot of teams because Neves is just so, just so good. But... I don't know. I'll probably end up betting Tottenham, and I'll hate myself. 2-0 Tottenham. Yeah. <laughs> is that is that you're agreeing 2-0? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 2-0, maybe 1-0. Okay. Southampton, Leicester. How is this a primetime game? Southampton, they were really banking on Southampton being Europa League bound like I was before the year. This is This is a crime against humanity to put Southampton on the prime time. You know what? You know <clears throat> what? You know, you can tell Southampton's just in a bad state as a club. Mm-hmm. Guys that are like solid before they came to Southampton are now just like bad, just flat out bad. Joe Rebo, solid at Rangers. They went to the Europa League final. He just starts off well. More mm-hmm. time he spends around Southampton, gets worse. Orsic, big component for Croatia's World Cup run. Spends time around Southampton. Loses all his form. Yeah. Used incorrectly. That's how you know Southampton are doomed for relegation. Um, with that said, eh, will Leicester do a 9-0 like they've done before against Southampton? Probably not. No. <laughs> I'm going to go with a uh, 2-1 Leicester victory. I'm going to say 3-0 Leicester. That's a lot of faith in Leicester's attack. Can they pass this game? Yes. Okay. I need to know that beforehand. Because if they can't pass like they couldn't against Arsenal, <laughs> it's going to be a trouble. Uh, Forest Everton. City ground. Can Forest kind of... I'm almost expecting that they get three out of this. Yeah. But it, it feels uncomfortable to say it. Yeah. I, I Everton can't imagine... defend pretty well. 
I just can't imagine Everton winning unless, like, it'd have to be off a corner or, like, a set piece, and it's like a Tarkovsky header. I just have no faith in their attack right now, unless it's, like, a McNeil or Seamus Coleman cross in the box. But who's heading it home? I don't. Like, it's mop pie in there. If I don't have faith, you can score goals. That's rule number one of bad teams. If I don't have faith, you can score goals. I can't trust you to stay up. Yeah. Even though you do have Sean Dyche. You know, I was going to say something about Everton that really peeved me. What's that? Something about Onana? No. Oh. Did you see who they started at center back against Arsenal? (laughs) Refresh my memory. Michael Keane. Is he out there? I don't remember that. Over Connor Cody. I don't remember that. Michael Keane started. Well, he's a Sean Dyche o- Burnley over legend. Over Connor Cody. The, I've, I'm, I've lost my damn <laughs> mind. What are we doing? We're playing, think... we're playing Diego Costa in 2023. We're playing Michael Keane in 2023. Every He's played like two games this season, and in both games they, they've like conceded saw, five goals. We saw enough from him last year when he started dropping on goals. I'll go with the. I'll go Forest one nil. I don't feel great about it. I really don't. I like Forest one nil. Okay. Liverpool United. Are Liverpool hot enough, or have United just thrust themselves so far into the title race that they're unstoppable? Second half of the season, making a title charge. Second half of the year, we're gonna do a title charge. Gonna do a title charge. Finally, we can show the world Finally. that the Reds are superior than the Red Devils. Than the Reds. <laughs> the Reds are superior than the Reds. I. It's got to be I get it's. I get it's at Anfield, and, you know, form goes a bit out the window when it's a rivalry like this, but Man U's midfield is so much better in Liverpool as it's not even fun. Remember when they played earlier in the season? No, I don't remember a lot of things, but I know Man U smoked them. I thought Liverpool won. Did they? I thought it was 3-0 Liverpool. Or am I thinking last season? That was a few years ago. It was like 5-0. Remember that? Let's see. What the... Stats? 2-1 United, 1 in August. I remember that because they, they both hadn't oh, won. I'm thinking of last year. You called, you called that United victory because you're like, all right, I'll say United are going to win this. United are going to win this, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm, no, I'm yeah. misremembering. Remembering the oh my, go down, are... go down. Last year it was nine nil on aggregate <laughs> Liverpool. I don't uh, remember that. Yeah, that was a meme. Oh, brutal. Um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say three nil United. Three nil. I, I think it'll be semi close. I'll go with a uh, a two one victory. I think Darwizi Habibi. No, Cody Gakpo. Cody Gakpo. Cody Gakpo. He gets it done. I want to hear Jurgen Klopp say Cody Gakpo. Oh, uh, yes, uh, the, the Cody Gakpo was right. <laughs> you know, I actually prefer if someone else ask me uh, the question rather than you. I do not like answering uh, when you ask me the question. So if someone else could uh, ask the question, I will answer it. Uh, there's a Monday game? There's a Monday game, and it's a doozy. Brentford? It's, it's a Brentford-Fulham. I like this. I This don't. is our kind of game. What are you talking about? This is your kind of game. It, don't, it really is. Don't. Oh, yeah. You know what's my kind of game? My <laughs> kind of game is none of these games, to be honest. <laughs> Your kind of game is uh, Southampton-Leicester. Yeah, 
Maybe. <laughs> no, not really. Maybe because I'm Lester Pill. The crazy game, or the game, West your Ham. game would definitely be Chelsea Leeds. You're a chaos kind of guy. I hate and Chelsea. They're a terrible team. <laughs> they're chaos. And I hate Javi Gracia. Yeah, that's why it's your game. Uh, Brentford Fulham. I'm going to like this game. Nice midfield battle between the two. Does Mix it? of attack. And we didn't even talk about, because Brentford didn't play it this week, Ivan Tony pleading guilty to the charges. We're gonna we're gonna find out soon what uh his punishment's gonna be. Yeah, I've heard it's six months, but yeah. I mean a lot of that's gonna be in the off season, so it wouldn't really matter that much. Well they'd throw it on top of his uh going into next year, right? Is what I would guess. No. What do you mean you can't have an off season su- suspension that that's a hundred percent what happens. That doesn't even make sense. Look it up. <laughs> that's it do I look that. like I would lie to you, Hank? With those shades on? I've done the research. Yes. Um, I've done my own research. <laughs> if Solomon, if, if Solomon Manor doesn't score in this one, I'm gonna be pissed. Manor Solomon, he's which got is, it. Which is it's it? Manor Solomon. Manor, the Manor, the Mayor. It's, it's the Mayor and how we do. I'm things. gonna go with a beautiful one-one draw. I'm saying nil-nil. There I said. It. I love it. There I said. It. You're going against Solomon. You're going against it's Brian and Boymo. The Player of the Month. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's hear your prediction. My prediction is uh, I think Hoiberg's going to score against Wolves. Mm. I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like that. I'm going to be, because I'm going to be betting Tottenham this week, and I will hate myself for doing it. Tottenham, man, you parlay. Is that the play this week, Sam? That's not bad. That's not bad. Last week I was, the week before was a little rough, with Newcastle and stuff, so I didn't want to get too crazy last week. If I was getting crazy, I would have went Arsenal-West Ham. Would have worked out, but I just went Arsenal last week. This week, we'll, we'll kind of spice it up again. Maybe Tottenham, Man U. I'd be curious on on the, uh, the West just, Ham odds. They're pretty high. Let me run through it real quick. Yeah, I, I wouldn't parlay them, but I'd throw a... Cheeky $10. Yeah. 10 quid. Ten, Maybe. What do you think of a... Just a real quick tenor on a Man or Man U. Uh, what was I gonna say? West Ham and Leicester is that is that the move? I don't know. After watching Leicester against Arsenal, <laughs> I, I'm a little weird. West Ham's plus three fifty tomorrow. West Ham is plus three fifty. Yes. Well, it's at Brighton, so that's why they're on the road. They opened at plus three seventy, but now it's plus three fifty. Hell yeah! I'd be throwing a tenner on that. <laughs> that's that's some. Yeah, I like What do you that. think of Villa Palace plus 235 to draw? That's Yeah, that's not bad, too. Mm. Tottenham sitting there plus 125 is just too too enticing that's for me. Juicy. Let's see what United's is. For plus 185 for United to win outright. We're going to go we're going to go official bet of the week Tottenham Man U parlay. Well, you you said West Ham was plus three seventy. Yes. How does that work? I that's the well they started plus three seventy. They're plus three fifty right now. Plus being the, the yeah the so underdog. You, yes. Brighton's minus one thirty. I think. And you're telling me United is the underdog? No, uh, not necessarily. I think it's just kind of split. It's uh. When it's Liverpool is plus one one hundred, then it's yeah. It's even split. even is kind of you know. But with soccer, it's a bit different because there's not always a outright winner. So 
Liverpool is plus 135. A draw is plus 270. United is plus 185. So, yes, United is the underdog to Liverpool, technically. That's, that's insane. They they very much favor the... Uh, Home team. Yeah. yeah. Force is plus 170. What do you think about that? I don't know. That's a trap game. That, <laughs> I know. I you you have a gambling addiction if you're betting Forest and uh, <laughs> Everton. Come from a guy who bets. I think spring I, training baseball games. I, I think Forest <laughs> and Everton and Southampton Leicester are trap games. Yeah. I'm gonna somehow talk myself into Ve- uh, Villa Palace draw at plus two thirty five late tonight. Just know that. So yeah. All right. I'd be uh, I'd be I'd be hammering the hammers though. I'll tell you that. All right, I'm gonna throw it out there to our good friend, our good friend in Vegas. Even though he's not in Vegas, we gotta keep his uh, location under wraps. But all right, that's it. Hell of a podcast. Hell next, of a podcast. Next week we'll be back as always. Check us out, Spotify, YouTube. Leave some comments. Leave some likes. We need it. Yeah, we love it. Comment your favorite meme tier player. <laughs> <laughs> Royale with cheese for me. Yeah. Mine is, I don't know. Junior Furpo. <laughs> game winning player. Or game winning goal, Junior uh, Furpo. Voot Foss. Do it for the Voot. Bazunu. All right, everybody. Adios, amigos. Until next time. <laughs> Stay frosty. <laughs> <laughs>